The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Show live in the Battery Atlanta on the Fan 680 and 937. Streaming at 680thefan.com. And get that fan mobile app. It's driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming Beaver Direct. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. See what wow really means at Beaver Toyota of Coming.com. 10 o'clock hour on the fan brought to you by our friends at the Haug Baron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. More information at championshiplaw.com. The gang's all here. Road Dog's back from L.A., baby, not lower Alabama, Los Angeles. And Derek Thomas ready to get to work today. And I'm ready, too. Let's get to the big take. Bucks. Big. Take. The dogs are back in Athens as the celebration of a second straight natty continues on campus now, highlighted by the Saturday's parade. Vegas has already identified Georgia as the favorites in 2023, and Coach Smart's coaching staff is busy working, focused on Kirby's win technique. Have you heard about this? What's important now? Well, that is the transfer portal. No surprises so far. Jalen Carter and Keeley Ringo are off to the NFL draft early, waiting on word from some others. We'll talk about them later in the show. Where is Stetson? Can you say hair of the dog that bit you? <laughs> His preparations for the NFL draft were go- will uh, get underway soon, I bet. That crazy Mel Kuyper Jr. dude has the mailman rated as the eighth best quarterback in the upcoming draft with, get this, Stett rated behind Florida's Anthony Richardson, Tennessee's Hendon Hooker, two guys he outperformed in the head-to-head matchups. Also, Jaron Hall and Jake Hayner. BYU and Fresno State. T would be interested in Hayner since he's from Fresno State. But don't be concerned about Stetson. He's sleeping it off. And all he needs is a chance. An opportunity. Check last year's draft, the last player drafted. He's currently leading the 49ers into the playoffs. And there's your big take. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried about Stetson. He's got money in the bank with the NIL deal. One million dollars. 
and he's going to be just fine. I guarantee it. Look, I know it's, uh, it's, it's Wednesday, January the 11th. A special day in our household. I'll tell you why later. Wednesday. A little early to go to uh, go to the club. Both in the week and in the day. Gosh, we're a little after 10 a.m. But we're still heading to the quarterback club. The club. Let me get the shades on. So we head to the club, man. DT, where are the shades? Come uh, on, it's the quarterback I got to run out to the locker. A little overcast for the shades today, Buck. But you're right, we are in the club, so you are going to throw them on. Yeah, it's dark in the club, a lot of them, man. So come on, the shades, the look. You're cool. You're hip. You got it going on. You're the man. It is a little hard to uh, read my notes, though, <laughs> with the shades on. And the uh, quarterback club today, we're going to take a look. Take a good look at Carson Beck. As I search for my notes here. Easily one of the biggest, obviously the biggest question mark heading in to next year for the Georgia Bulldogs is who... Yeah, who the quarterback's going to be? And he seems to be, if, 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 you, if you made betting favorites, it well, would have to be Carson Beck, right? Yeah. Yeah. The incumbent, the backup this past season, enters spring QB1, unless something goes on during the uh, winter workouts. But Carson Beck, 6'4", 225. Check At that 6'4", box. 6'4", you can... Well, you can see the field, as they say, your your vision. You can see over those big bodies up front. Now, 6'4", 225, that also means less mobility than Stetson. And mobility has won over the head coach, Kirby Smart. So keep an eye on that one. Because of what Stetson was able to do, Kirby Smart now is a believer in mobility at the quarterback position. Now, look, Carson Beck is not a stiff. He's not some statue back in the pocket. He does have some mobility. But he's not a runner, as Stephen A. would say. He can scramble a little bit, but nothing like Stetson did. Carson Beck is a pocket passer. He's a dude with a big arm. That's right, he's got arm talent. But I've seen him throw with some touch. Take a little off of the velocity. And I know what some of you are thinking, well, dude, he hadn't played very much. Only 10 to 12 games experience, cleaning up, basically going out there and taking a knee. But think about all during this uh, two-season national championship run with the number of quality practice reps that Carson Beck has gotten against college football's one of college football's better defenses over these previous two years. So he's getting reps against the number one D. A lot of quality practice reps for Carson Beck. So he's been coached up. He's observed and learned from Stetson. He's had three years prep time for this opportunity. 
Also, another big factor, he's got some big-time talent surrounding him, which is very important for a quarterback trying to be successful. You're as good as those other 10 guys around you. And as I mentioned, got an outstanding offensive coordinator in Todd Monken. So Carson Beck's got those things working for him. Now, I would imagine with the difference in skill set between Stetson Bennett, Carson Beck, you're going to see Monken alter this offense in 2023. You're going to see the quarterback in the pocket more in the upcoming season if Carson Beck wins the job. You might see Georgia throw the ball a little bit more. With the stockpiling of talent out of the wide receiver position and with a pocket passer as the starting quarterback. You're going to see more run action shots down the field if Carson Beck's the quarterback too. Georgia's going to run the football. They're going to crank up that physical running game which makes those run action fakes very, very successful. And at 6'4", you would expect to see Carson Beck, if he's the man, focus on the middle of the field, the intermediate zone, and also outside the numbers, getting that ball down the field a little bit. Now, my advice to Carson Beck would be uh, four pieces of advice I want to throw out there to Beck. You're not a runner. You're not a scrambler. Play to your strength. Number one, get the ball out on time. Don't be holding the ball back in the pocket. Get the ball out on time. Number two, be consistent and disciplined in your decision-making as far as passing the football. Don't predetermine where you're going with the ball before the snap. Don't force the ball into tight spots, which leads to turnovers. Be willing to check the ball down. That goes back to don't get the ball out on time. Don't get stuck on the primary receiver. And if nobody's open, throw that thing away. Get rid of the football. Don't take the sack. Punt it if you have to. Let them play defense. You might get the ball back with a better situation. Number three, you got to win the locker room over. And to do that, what you need to do, Carson Beck, is to show the rest of the team that you're showing up every day committed to winning. Work hard, take a leadership role, show them you're committed. And number four, finally, don't fall into the trap of trying to be Stetson because you're not. Just be Carson Beck. Know your limitations, the mobility, and maybe take a look at the four pieces of advice that I'm offering up. Quarterback club, breaking down Carson Beck, the incumbent who's trying to win the job starting today, trying to solidify his status as QB1. And you got to win over Kirby too, man. But he's not a runner like Stet. 
All right, coming up next, we got Mort, and he is anxious to talk to me about the future of Stetson Bennett. You're going to hear that next. Mort joins us. It's the Buck Blue Show, live in the Battery Atlanta, here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a five dollar minimum balance required. Got the Buck Blue Show live in the Battery Atlanta here on this Wednesday, January the eleventh. Hopefully your hump days off to a good start. It's bigger. Got a lot going on here at the studio, man. We got visitors all over the place. And we've got Mort ready to roll, man. Let's get to it. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. That's right, ESPN's Chris Mortensen. The fan's truest on-up NFL insider joins us on that Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line and Mort, i need to ask you about stetson bennett as we get started here been talking about stetson seems like the senior bowl five quarterbacks have committed to the senior bowl typically they have six so more what's going on is stetson going to get a senior bowl invitation what do you know i knew this would have an athlete feel to it when i heard rem <laughs> at the bump yeah exactly so uh, listen, yeah, the Senior Bowl had a reveal last night, and they had five five quarterbacks. People may be a little bit confused as to why they pick the the guys they do, and they get a lot of feedback from the NFL personnel uh, departments. And it isn't necessarily the five best quarterbacks. It's like we want to see more from this guy in this environment because this guy plays the small school. We need to see him play with the big boys. So Stetson Bennett's not one of these six, five, but Bryce Young isn't there yet. Will Levis of Kentucky is not there yet. I know they've gotten invites, and I will say this. I've seen the senior boat take eight quarterbacks and figure it out along the along the way. Yeah. Maybe even where they don't play the game, like, say, C.J. Stroud or something like that. But I haven't heard that. C.J. Stroud's not eligible. You have to be a senior. Uh, you have to have your time in there. So I'm actually off the mark a little bit on what I'm saying. But I expect that Stetson Bennett is going to be in Mobile, Alabama, playing in the senior bowl. I think we'll know by the end of the week. I think there's – you know who I really think has helped Stetson Bennett in the eyes of NFL people? And I'm not talking about a, a, a first-day pick, right? Uh, I think I – think Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Yeah. I think Brock, 
I think, but listen, Brock Purdy wasn't at the Senior Bowl last year, and and uh, he, he went to the East West Shrine game, but he wasn't at the Senior Bowl, and I think his success, it's kind of like, okay, he didn't fit the prototype, but he had a lot of starts in college at, at a high level, and Stetson Bennett started, what, 30 games in the last two years? Yeah, and I think he won pretty much all of them. Well, the winning part, believe it or not, is not a major factor. It's how but tall you that, are. Well, listen, one of the worst things you can ever hear from from somebody is he's a winner. <laughs> when you're talking about projecting into the NFL. Phil yeah. Smith was a loser and won a Super Bowl MVP right. uh, in college. So, But the thing about Stetson Bennett and, and my son, Alex, who – uh, point of this out, Alex has been at Alabama. He's, he's now the offensive coordinator at uh, UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. One thing he, he pointed out about Stetson Bennett, his eyes are very quick. And listen, he's got a lot of reps. He's he's a little bit, well, now his eyes are quick, but he's also got pretty quick feet, a little bit. And I think the arm is, is, is a plus arm. Now, some people, scouts will say, hey, yes, it looks good now because he's familiar with the system and he's got no uncertainty in what he's seen. And so we got to measure it. It's a good reason why you should be at the Senior Bowl. Uh, you know, maybe not as a first-day pick, but lot, there's no first-day pick that I see at the Senior Bowl. So I think Stetson, uh, and I know for a fact that it's being discussed, and I think they're on the brink of, of, of issuing that invitation after Stetson. We'll see whether or not I'm, I'm right on that. So Bryce Young expected to be the number one pick in the draft. No reason for him to go to the Senior Bowl. Levis is a guy that... You know, it seems like some teams are really high on Levis. They've got him as QB1 like Mel Kuyper. And then some other teams are not. So uh, they're waiting on him to decide. Uh, it's good news, though, Mort. If you're thinking Stetson may get in, I'm pleased about that. I'm a little thrown by the fact that Stetson doesn't even have an invitation to the East-West Shrine or the Hula Bowl. Yeah, that, that, listen, I don't, I don't understand. I, I don't know their processes. Uh, and I do know that you know some of it is is is, is NFL, you know, like I said, scout driven. And you got Stetson. Oh, he's twenty five years old. He's what is he five eleven? Well, Bryce Young's five ten and a half. Yeah, they're pretty much the same stature wise. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that, and I think that people aren't discounting what Stetson's done because I mean, it's it, and not, it's not just the wins. It's I mean, the guy can play quarterback, and he's got some, and he, and he can play off schedule some. Uh, I, I think it's just a matter of there's some teams that will tell you, listen, today's NFL is not a place where you get to develop. In other words, like, it's so limited in practices and how much time you get to spend on the field. If you're a third-day pick, you're not going to get to improve much or a second-day pick even, especially a third-day pick. You're not going to get many opportunities on the practice field to get the reps to improve much. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, but in, in Stetson's case, I just think he's, He's uh, and I, like I say, I think Brock Purdy's success shows that you know these guys. There's a spot for these guys. Yeah, uh, Kyler Murray too, with a little bit of success. Uh, I think stature-wise, he's he's roughly about the same. So I, people yeah. were wondering yesterday with that exit press conference out in L.A. after the national championship victory, uh, where Stetson was. They were wondering. I think he was looking. He was trying to solidify. Uh, an agent to get to work for him here. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what they do. So, I mean, listen, the agent can do so much, but, but Stetson Bennett's not a secret. He's not, he's not like one of these hidden guys that you don't know where he's at. So 
really the NFL uh, scouts, you know, listen, they, they know who Stetson Bennett is. And, you know, people can always talk about, well, look at look at all the weapons he has. He has an advantage. And, you know, bottom line is he, still, he also had competition at the quarterback position. And guess who won the competition? Stetson Bennett. More of the other big story out there. I see Chris Ballard, the Colts general manager, admitting that he sort of dropped the ball on their quarterback decisions over the last handful of seasons. Uh, the Colts are a contender to, to trade up and, and grab that number one pick since the Bears already have their quarterback. Yep. Yeah, you think uh, Indy's going to pull the trigger, make this happen? What are you hearing? Well, I, I listen, I think, I think first of all, Chris Ballard is going to take accountability for the quarterback decisions that the franchise has made. Frank Wright was very much involved in those decisions, and I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm pretty privy to the fact that, that Ballard wasn't necessarily all in on decisions they made. But he's taking the hit, and that's what happens when you're the general manager. If they get an evaluation on one of these quarterbacks we're talking about, whether it be Bryce Young or Will Levis, and, and there's evaluations still have to happen here. C.J. Stroud's still in the mix too, isn't he? C.J. Stroud is in the mix. So, yeah, if they get an absolute conviction, would they pay the price? They would. But if it's all of a sudden like, man, we got these three guys and we got pretty close, we can live with any of these three guys, they definitely are going to draft them, by the way. That's obvious. Uh, then, then they don't have to pay the freight that it will take to get number one to get one of those three guys, uh, one of those three guys. I think that, you know, there's going to be somebody available. There's a, there's a couple guys named uh, Will Anderson and Jalen Carter who, who are going to make somebody happy uh, at the top. And a quarterback will slide. To what, number four? That's where the Colts are. Yeah, I wouldn't look for the Falcons to take Carter. He's a Georgia guy, so I wouldn't look that's for right. that. Uh, that's right. Lamar Jackson going to play this weekend more? What are you hearing? I, I, you know, listen, I think they've been optimistic the last two weeks, but, you know, he's got a PCL, uh, you know, issue with his knee, and it's turned out to be a little bit lingering ish, uh, lingering uh, injury. He is, listen, John Harbaugh has told everybody, Lamar wants to play, but he, it, the style in which he plays, he's got he's to gotta feel right. That, lay, that, that leg can, needs to feel stable, and I think it's a close call. And uh, he could make the difference in the win-loss because their defense, Ravens' defense, is playing very well. Their passing game is horrible, and their running game is much better with Lamar in it. I, I will say this: everybody says this is all about the money. No, I think I think this is about Lamar being injured and feeling like he's able to go out there and defend himself and be the player that he is. Uh, people forget the Ravens offered Lamar a lot of money before the season started. It was just. And even the NFL Players Association, which assisted Lamar in negotiations, said that basically said that the Ravens negotiated in good faith. She said Lamar wanted a fully guaranteed contract. And after Deshaun Watson got his, you can understand Lamar's position. But now you're talking about a guy who's been injured. And so Saturday, I mean, uh, for the game against the Bengals, which is a, which is a huge game, uh, I think Lamar will, will give it a shot, but my gut tells me uh, 51-49 he won't. But watch him go out and play it out. More, what about Aaron Rodgers? Where is he going next? What's going to happen here moving forward? Mushrooms, baby. He's going to get some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he'll feel a lot better. Listen, I don't know how you walk away from $60 million a year. I realize he's made a lot of money, but, you know, I thought Tom Brady on his uh, Let's Go podcast uh, Monday night was, was really good, just saying. And Steve Young was talking about it, too, uh, on the same shows. Hey, don't make a decision right away. Get away. And because Tom admitted he made the decision too quick last year when he retired, only to unretire. So take some time. I think he plays. I think he comes back and plays. But, you know, who's to get inside his head? Maybe the mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe uh, lighten his mood up a little bit coming off that yeah. big loss. So I'm going to be disappointed if Sean McVay steps away. Mort, I mean, you win the Super Bowl, then you come back with a really disappointing season and you walk away? That's a bad look to me. I agree with you. And, and Sean's explained that most people around him understand how impulsive he is, and that's why he's taking some time. But I, I pretty much know that Sean regrets that he didn't walk away last year after winning the Super Bowl. Wow. Because, listen, he, he grinds. Uh, you know, he, he obviously got married this past off season. Uh, and the other thing is that it's like the John Gruden model. Remember Gruden coached and then he went and did TV and then he came back and coached. I think Sean sees some value in that of stepping away, uh, for his own personal good and, and a little bit of burnout here. There's no question about it. I do agree that it might be a bad luck. Oh, it, it finally got bad on me. So I'm going to walk away and the team's in a mess because they don't have draft picks and, salary cap is tight, all that type of stuff. It may reflect poorly, but here's Sean's problem is all the good broadcast jobs that we're paying $20 million a year, they're all taken, and nobody's changing right now. Yeah, none of those guys call the Falcons games this year, I can assure you. Any word on Sean Payton? What are you hearing about that? Uh, you know, listen, I, I think Denver is making a, is going to make a really good push here. Uh, he said that ownership is important. Uh, he didn't mention money, but money is always important. Uh, you know, I don't think believe the char. I think the charges would intrigue him, but I don't think that's a match. Uh, everybody talks about Dallas. And listen, Jerry Jones not going to fire Mike McCarthy. I mean, yeah, is he friends with Sean Payton? He absolutely is. But I also had Jerry tell me one time a couple years ago. I was in his box at one of the college football playoff semifinals, and he said, we've talked about this before. He thinks the NFL coaches should not be paid as much as the college coaches. Because college coaches, he believes, work harder. And they got recruiting pressures and all that. And the NFL coaches don't. So he's not paying Sean Payton $20 million a year. And I think he, he likes the job Mike McCarthy is doing. More. Uh, so I, I guess I would, I would lean towards Denver for right now. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll see. More great stuff. Uh, really good information on Stetson Bennett. We appreciate you diving into that. We'll look forward to next week, man. You got it, Buck. Take care. Congratulations to the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. Chris Mortensen hanging out with us every Wednesday on the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan. And it's time for you to take the wheel. Infinity of Gwinnett wants you, that's right, you, to drive the content. So you get to decide what we talk about in the final segment of the show. Call in now at 404-231-1680. It's presented by my great friends at Infinity of Gwinnett, Satellite Boulevard, Duluth. Empower the talk. Empower the drive. And also, are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the dogs taking home that national championship? Go to HexHeadArt.com. That's H-E-X-H-E-A-D-Art.com. And be sure to check out our new Georgia Bulldogs national champions pieces. 
That is hexheadart.com and upgrade your fan cave. Do it today. DT, let's do the top five, brother. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. <laughs> All right, Buck. Top five today. Uh, focusing on a little bit. It's time to turn a little bit of attention to the NFL. We talk a little more, but been a lot going on around here. We've been all uh, all in the college football. But uh, let's turn our Dang attention straight. to the top five. Yeah, with good reason. National champion Bulldogs. Uh, college football around. voice of the South there here. There you go. The but, hey, we cover our NFL here on the Buck Blue Show as well. So looking looking ahead, wild card weekend, Buck. Um, who has the most writing on their game here in wild, in wild card weekend? With the name of a player. Man, I'm going Geno Smith on this one, the mm. Seahawks quarterback. He's uh, His contract's basically run out. All right, so the Seahawks, who have the third pick in the draft. Obviously, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. Stetson Bennett. One or maybe two of those guys would be available at three. Geno has had a all-pro season, by the way. Do I need to remind people of that? I mean, he stepped up big time for the Seahawks. So what will Seattle do? They're going to re-up with Geno? Or are they going to kick him to the curb and draft one of these big-time quarterbacks? Well, I would think a lot of it has to do with what happens in the playoff game coming up Saturday afternoon. Playoff game number one. Geno taking on top defense in the playoffs in the San Francisco 49ers. Dude, it's not going to be easy yeah, to look good. Ass. Yep. It's not going to be easy to lead the Seahawks to a victory. They've already lost to them twice this season. But I tell you what, a lot is riding on the performance Saturday of Geno Smith. Regardless, though, Bug, we do know Geno made himself a lot of money this this. Yeah, this somebody's going to pick Whether him it's up. the Seahawks or not. Somebody's, Maybe the Falcons. And, you know, is he still a, a, a guy that you look up at as, as a backup kind of guy? I mean, well, the, dude, he's an all pro. That's what I'm saying. So we'll see. Somebody's gonna gonna want them to lead. He's their gonna franchise. play in that flag football game. They're gonna have. It's gonna be exciting. We're all looking forward to that. All right, Buck. Uh, playoff debut now for for the local guy Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. What do they do to pull off this win? And uh, beating the win, they got the Chargers, hosting the Chargers on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night, right, under the yeah, lights down there. Yeah, that's prime time in Jacksonville. Boy, they're excited down in Jacksonville. There's no Duval. doubt about it. Uh, Trevor's first playoff start, how do they get a victory? Hmm. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with Trevor, who's been playing well. Yeah, okay. Really elevated his performance level. I think it has everything to do with the Jaguars, their defensive line, the front seven, getting after Justin Herbert. Chargers offensive line is not going to impress anybody. So Herbert's there for the taking. So Chris Allen, I believe, leads the Jags and Sacks out of Kentucky. Outside linebacker coming off the edge. Josh uh, Allen. Yeah, look for him to be a big fan. Arden Key is another. And then, of course, Trayvon Walker. Those three guys need to get after Herbert 
get his butt on the ground, knock him around, pressure him for some turnovers. It's going to help Trevor get that first playoff victory. Young, talented defense there in Jacksonville definitely makes it easier for Yeah, uh, that Trevor. Allen's bringing it. And hell, that, I mean, they won the game. They beat the Titans. That, Trevor played fine, but that was a defensive victory we saw last week. So maybe the Jags defense can carry him again this week. All right, Buck, as we look through uh, look through the lines as you see these, what, six, seven games this weekend? Oh, the gambling. Yeah, of course. Well, you know. A lot of people gambling. It's all, it's all about the money, money lines here, Just Buck. know what you can afford to lose. Uh, absolutely Don't right. bet more than that. You know somebody with a gambling issue? We know that one. 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, thank you, Buck. All we appreciate right. that. But with that in mind, yes, only bet what you, what you can afford to lose, folks. But with that in mind, Buck, what's your best bet you see on the uh, on the board this week? Bills minus nine and a half. Well, that's a big number. All right. So they got the Dolphins without Tua, and they're uh, done. I'm assuming, uh, in your home ballpark. This is uh, this is a you know sixty five to seven game. Oh, does that sound familiar? <laughs> That's a lot of points. I Buck. mean, seriously, the Bills have rallied uh, around the injury of Hamlin. They it's are riding high team, right, right yeah. now. Uh, the Dolphins, think about it. They they probably not going to have Tua going into Buffalo's backyard. You got the the extreme cold weather and uh, a team that is. Motivated to go out there and play ball. Josh Allen plays a relatively clean game. I just expect the Bills to blow the doors off the Dolphins. Pretty tough scenario for the yeah, Dolphins. Nine and a right half, there. that's no problem. I see it here. at this nine is, right This here. is like 42 to 10. Okay, get it while you can, folks, before that, mu- that buck moves that line too much. All right, Buck, uh, well, looking ahead of these games, some fun matchups and maybe some that aren't so great. Which one of these matchups just kind of bores you? You're not really looking forward to it. Vikings-Giants. Eh, I've got no interest in seeing that. You want to see Justin Jefferson? Eh? Well, I mean, he's a player. Saquon? uh, Neither one of the... Let's be real here, right? (laughs) Neither one of these two teams are going to win anything this year. I would probably agree with you, Buck. It's basically a waste of time. Waste of my time to watch the Vikings and the Giants play on Sunday afternoon. It bores me. These teams are just waiting to lose to the Eagles or the 49ers, whoever they're going to Absolutely. Fair enough. All right. Well, Buck said no need to watch that Vikings-Giants game, folks. Just pass up. All right, Buck, closing out the top five. Unless you're betting on it. (laughs) Again, only you can afford to lose, folks. With that in mind, Buck, of betting, of all the favorites on the board this week, which one of them is most likely to lose? Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you're just a Cowboys hater, Buck. Down in Tampa. I've got no belief in Mike McCarthy. I give him a thumbs down. The big games, And right? I realize, look, they won 12 games. I was but about to say, that, regular season. With right? that talent, uh, we could get uh, John Petrini could coach the Cowboys to 12 wins. What are you going to do in the playoffs? Well, you're going to lose is what you're going to do. They're heading down to Tampa Monday night for everybody to see. Dak Prescott uh, throw like three or four interceptions. Oh, but. You're going to see McCarthy waddle around on the sideline <laughs> looking at the Waffle House menu. He's he's going to get the All-American breakfast. <laughs> Maybe and you're going to see uh, TB12 and Mike Evans. I think the Cowboys have one of those backup cornerbacks playing. They're going to attack him big time, man. Cowboys are going down. And that is your top five, bud. <laughs> 
Hey, we got a couple of tickets we're giving away to the Hank Williams Jr. concert. It's coming up May 20th at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Tickets are going to go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. But we got a couple we want to give away right now. We'll take the fifth caller at 404-231-1680. Listen all week to the Baloo Show, and we're going to hook you up. Maybe you can get these free tickets to go see Bo Cephas. May 20th at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Two tickets we'll give away right now to the fifth caller. And enjoy the concert. We had a winner yesterday that was bragging about us on social media, which was good to see. We'll take all the bragging we can get. My goodness, that leads us into the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by George's own credit union, How Group, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Table. Bulldogs back in town. That celebration continues. And the uh, staff, Kirby Smart staff, working hard. They're working in that transfer portal, doing addition and subtraction, trying to figure that out. And then you also have underclassmen announcing they're leaving early for the NFL draft. There's already been Two big-time Georgia Bulldog players saying they're leaving early. They've done all they could do at Georgia. Jalen Carter going into the draft process looking like a top-five pick in the upcoming NFL draft. And then Keely Ringo is moving on. You can leave after your third year on campus. So Carter and Ringo, two of the biggest names on this Georgia defense, are moving on. Moving on up to the National Football League. No surprise there. That was expected. Now, continue to monitor a couple of other starters on this Bulldog team, waiting on decisions to come down from left offensive tackle Broderick Jones, who may be a little bit under the radar, but not with these NFL personnel guys. They see the talent. They see the skill set. And if you're watching offensive line play for the Bulldogs this year, you notice that Broderick Jones was doing an A-plus job in pass protection and doing a really outstanding job in run blocking. I, I believe a lot of the personnel guys would have Broderick Jones, the number three rated offensive tackle, coming up in the 23 draft. So he's looking like if he entered the draft would be a mid to late first round pick. Now there's another offensive lineman that may or may not bolt early, and that is Cedric Van Pran, who is actually one of the leaders on this team this year, one of the younger guys that accepted a leadership role. Cedric Van Pran playing a difficult position at center and really impressing a lot of these NFL scouts. If he came out, looks like the NFL personnel folks would have him rated as the second center in the draft now typically you're not going to see two centers go in the first round so van pran projected to maybe go in the second round 
if he came out, he may look at that and say, you know what, I'm going to come back for one more year and solidify my status as a first-round pick. So Broderick Jones and Cedric Van Pran looking to see what they're going to do. And so is Carson Beck, who I spoke about earlier on the show. There's your Bulldog Roundtable. We'll come back with another exciting segment. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Got the Buck Blue Show. If it's all right. Here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Ken Nugent doing great things out there with the Grady Jarrett Show. All season long, giving away $500 to an educator in the state of Georgia every week. Good job, Ken, to register. Uh, really, we just want to thank Ken now that the season's over. One call, that's all. Go to attorneykennugent.com. And don't forget to tune in to catch Grady's final in-season interview with the locker room Tuesday at 8.30. Coming up next week. Let Infinity of Gwinnett drive the content. You know, they want us to talk more college football. Mm, tasty. <laughs> Time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. News coming out of Los Angeles. No, not on Stetson. Lincoln Riley, who I believe is... His brother did a really poor job in that national championship calling plays for TCU. But Lincoln Riley has decided that he's not going to fire his defensive coordinator, Alex Grinch. Man, I'll tell you what, if my last name was Grinch, I think I'd be changing that. Grinch's defense, embarrassing in that Cotton Bowl loss to Tulane. The Green Wave put up 46 points on him. And Lincoln Riley still believing in Grinch. Probably not a good thing for Lincoln. Then the other news uh, here locally in the Deep South, we got Spencer Rattler, who had a, a big finish to the season for South Carolina, led a couple of big upsets. Rattler coming back to South Carolina for one more year. Guess he, he enjoyed throwing that ball to Juice Wells, his go-to receiver there. Rattler with an SEC high 12 interceptions. But played a lot better toward the end of the year. Spencer Rattler coming back to Columbia to play for those Gamecocks. 
Still waiting to see what happens over in Tuscaloosa when Nick Saban and his offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, his two-year contract has run out. Word on the street is that O'Brien is going to be exiting. So Nick Saban will be busy trying to figure out who his new offensive coordinator is going to be. Most likely, no word yet. We'll keep an eye on it. And want to invite you to check out the podcast. We have a wide array of incredible podcasts for the college pro football seasons. Braves just around the corner, I believe, 29 days before pitchers and catchers report. And we've got you uh, hooked up, man. The Podcast Park is brought to you by Associated Credit Union. We've got you covered. Bucks Beat, don't have a new one up yet. We'll be uh, throwing one up soon, talking about stat as we move forward and wrap things up. But go to thepodcastpark.com to find those incredible podcasts. All right, time for the final word. And I want to wish my wonderful, amazing wife, Kelly Ballou, a happy birthday. And admit that I've been on a terrible run with birthday cakes. It's like a seven-year run of dropping the ball as it relates to a quality birthday cake. And we're hoping to change that today. Got a new bakery. Took the order, and I've got my fingers crossed as we celebrate later today. I'll let you know how that works out tomorrow. But happy birthday, honey. You're amazing. I love you. It's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show. Got Nick and Chris coming up next. Stick around for that. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nerny? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com horizonscreening.com.